Welcome to Our Certain Point of View, where your hosts, Jim and Tim, will bring you new weekly discussions about the Star Wars universe. Our Certain Point of View is a fan-based podcast and has no connections with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their subsidiaries. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's, today's, wherever you are, edition of Our Certain Point of View. I'm Jim. Hello there. I'm Tim. Hello, I'm Papa Bear. He's the Bear Papa. Papa Bear? That's me. Eat Papa. All right, and you know what? No, you don't know what. Um, you are supposed to say what? Um, what? What? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, there it is. Uh, we have a real sponsor. Ooh. So y'all aren't going to hear what. it, but I'm going to do some actual editing. And uh, uh-huh. so we're going to uh-huh. cut out about right here. Hey, this is Gordon from the Riff Radio Show Podcast, a radio show dedicated to the music of Generation X. We release a new show every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and we play music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and we take your requests. And unlike the old days when you had to wait forever to get your request on your favorite radio show, I always put your request on our Saturday morning all-request episode. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes of any episode and request a song. The Riff is only available on Spotify, so head on over today and subscribe. The Riff, only on Spotify. And that was our sponsor. Um, y'all didn't hear it, but uh, so we're advertising for the Riff podcast now. Yeah, we are. Um, so that, uh, yeah, that's Gordon. And he's on Spotify. So if you enjoy our show, even if you don't, uh, go listen to his. It's uh, very cool. It's... Um, I don't know. Have y'all, y'all, anyway, it's it's a lot of '80s nostalgia stuff and a lot of music news. It's uh, it's very eclectic, is what I would say. Yeah, if you like supporting a uh, a cool guy, then uh, that's a good place to go and support yeah. a cool guy. So go check out the riff available on Spotify. All right. So what else we got? Uh, I don't Pardon? know. We we've never had an actual real sponsor before. So um, what do I do now? Well, now we go buy new cars. Yay! I guess we uh, talk about today is Saturday? Wait a minute, it's Sunday. Today is Sunday. Sunday. Today's Sunday, January. Is it still January or is it February now? It is January. It's the 31st. January 31st? January. Yes. No, is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's January 31st, and this is episode 64 of our certain point of view, where we are going to kick off our Droids Part 3 finally finale. Or that's finale right. finally. Yeah, it's pronounced finale. Finale must be Italian. That's how they sell in sell it in Belgium. So tonight we're going to concentrate on combat droids, right? Yes, we are. All right, but first we got news, right? Or do we have news? Do you have news? news. We'll go go for news. Okay. Um. Well, the countdown has been updated. That's one piece of news. Um. Yay! Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Anyway, there are two big things that that kind of started to, to. be talked about in the last week or so. Um, one is for Star Wars and stamp collectors. Yeah, I guess where I'm going with this. Star Coming Wars spring stamps. 2021, there are going to be Star Wars stamps. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know exactly when that is not on our countdown because it's just sometime in the spring. Oh. Um, they're pretty cool looking, and I mean I'll go to the post office and pick them up. And what are you gonna um, do with them? I'll probably put them in a little frame and hang them up somewhere. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, stamps tend to look nice so uh, it'll go in the office but anyway um they are coming if you're interested go find them pick them up i don't i have no idea about supplies or if they're limited or whatever i do know 
that it is uh, for Force for Change, which is a nonprofit that focuses on uh, education. So that's the uh, that's where the where the the money is going. The proceeds the are going. going. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's one. Uh, the other piece of news that I've got is a new book. Yeah. Called Life Day Treasury. Uh, yeah. now, Life Day Treasury mm. actually comes out September 7th, which is kind of cool because it'll be a good, you know, if you have a new book, it's a, it's a lead up. Day. Yeah, it's a, it, well, you can read the book as you lead up to, to Life Day. Yeah. Um, it's Holiday Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. Oh. Um, the concept. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, um, I was, you know, talking about stuff. Uh, we were talking about the holiday stories, and I don't know exactly where it cut me off, so I'm just going to say this part again. Uh, we were talking about winter stories, and uh, you know how winter is a time for family, and that's kind of their focus of of winter holiday seasons and togetherness. And there's a really cool, and this is how I actually knew that I was cut off. Because there's a picture of some Ewoks in the snow for one of the stories. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anytime you say the word Ewok, Jim has some kind of response, whether it's just a yeah or something. He's not going to be quiet or, about it. So That's his, yeah. Orga- that's his organic that's response. But you oh, my gosh. Didn't... Ewoks are the greatest thing ever. <laughs> well, you know, whether you love them or hate them, I, I, I you hate always, them. anytime I say something about Ewoks, you always have words. Um, whether that I doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Anything. You just, But you didn't say anything last I, time. That's how I knew that my I had gotten... <laughs> taken away from the recording and then apparently my internet so what do Ewoks have to do with what are we talking about what are we doing well, I think we're, talking, do a, we're talking about I, droids right? I think they're going to do an Ewok holiday celebration is going to be one of the stories oh, in this book it's going to be a collection of stories a caravan um, of fear or whatever uh, probably not that but yeah that, that too do you remember that yes yeah the Ewok movie yeah really good that was awesome <laughs> caravan of courage there you go not fear. All right. Any other um, news? Yes. There's a new merchandise. So there was an announcement by... Merch. Um, uh, there was an announcement about a week and a half ago. I think we missed this on the last one. I think it was before our last recording. was about the... Oh, what was it? Um, the Amazon. There's going to be Amazon special merchandise, like Amazon-only merchandise, which... I'm having trouble I hate. All right. Plug <laughs> <laughs> in that hyperdrive. You got the technical difficulties tonight. I do. Well, you know how you have to, uh, you can make your, if you have one of those devices, you can give them different names. Yeah. This one has a name that I just said when I was talking. So anyway, okay. um, there are Amazon exclusives that are coming at some point. I don't know exactly when, but it's a lot of merchandise. Um, it didn't look like a lot of toys and things. It was like shirts and other merchandise odd collectibles. Um, as far as toys go, there was a big toy... Uh, press release yesterday or the day before. Um, there's some there's some pretty cool stuff coming out. It is the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, Ooh. is what it says. So, Ooh. it's Ooh. some things there. Yay! So well, there that's uh, that's kind of where we're at. You got any and, news, uh, Papa Bear? Or thanks, Arden. Ten more. Sorry, what? I said thanks, Arden. Yay, Arden. And um, as always, if you like the show, we ask that you would uh, 
please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. And uh, that's how we grow the show. And we appreciate your continued sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify, if you happen to be on a site that uses a four- or ten-star viewing, we would hope that you give us the highest rating possible. Yes. If it's a ten-star rating system, you don't necessarily have to give us five. Or if there's a 38-star. I was on one recently. Well, a lot of them just have a follow button. Yeah, or click subscribe or follow. Yeah, all right. So I think we've got the that out of the way. What do we got, countdowns? We got countdowns. Um, what, oh. do we, what do we have to look forward to? Anything? Ooh, all kinds of stuff. So the next Star Wars book, yeah. Yeah. Into the Dark, yeah. is available in the dark, yeah. two days. Oh, it is. Oh, yay. Yay. I, yeah. I, I actually am. Yeah, okay. Oh. I wasn't that excited about these originally, but I, I did like the first one. Yeah, um, Steve. Yeah. Well, and I was uh, listening to Thrawn. By um by Zon, yeah, the yeah, the new one, the reboot, I guess. Um, I got the there, are, there are five of the books are out right now. Of the Thrawn books, yeah, there are five canon Thrawn books out right now. Two separate trilogies. The third, the newest one is coming out soon. Did you listen to that audiobook, Thrawn? Yeah, his voice starts to wear on me after a while. Yeah, when he is pretending to be Thrawn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All right, so two days. That's not bad. Hmm? Our next... Uh, Papa Bear, what's our next countdown? Oh, uh, we're, we're talking about Star Wars Day, right? Yeah. That's Tuesday, May 4th, 2021. 93 days. 93 days away. Tim, were you impressed that Papa Bear knew that? That's pretty good. Does he know uh, what the next one is? He, there's yeah. no way he's going to guess the next one. I don't know. Maybe. You never know. We'll try uh, let me think. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach it out into the force. Wait, no, that's just a plant. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Lego, the Skywalker saga. I'm yeah, excited about one. this one. This is I love the Star Wars Lego games. Yeah, yeah me too. You know, May thirty first, twenty twenty one, hundred twenty days. Oh yeah. Ooh. All right. And that's a prime number. All right. So. That, is, that is not a prime number. <laughs> that is not. A... <laughs> You already talked about the Life Day Treasury holiday stories from a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I didn't say that it was 219 days away, though, did I? Nor did you mention the Star Wars The Mandalorian an original novel, Tuesday, November 2nd, 275. That's a prime number. Hey, you yeah. added Wookiee Life Day. Of course I did. That's Wednesday, November 17th, 290 days away. And that's yeah. it. That's it. Then we got celebrations. We'll see what's going to happen with that in five hundred and some odd days. We so. got we got to get to work on the uh, vehicle. Oh, right. Yeah, we do have to make the Millennium Falcon or the Aluminium Falcon. Yeah, let's call it the Aluminium Falcon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. That we're just gonna talk droids now. I guess we're gonna I'm not going to explain any of that. All right. So this is part three of our look. Um, Introspection. What do, what do we call this? Trilogy Our focus of on deep dives. The, the deep fake. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, yeah, we're just talking about security and uh, you know, battle droids, right? Yeah. Combat droids. Yeah, and we've we've mentioned a lot of these, and we've talked some specifics about quite a few of them. But we just wanted to go a little bit more and finish up our conversation about the combat droids. Um, All right. Well, go ahead. 
All right, let's start <laughs> because we've already had some of these conversations about the IG droids. Let's talk about the IG units. Ooh, they're my favorite. Do well, you remember seeing the the I what they called the IG Lancer droid? No, no, no I don't think the I IG did. Lancer droid. Yeah. Where would I have seen this? Ooh. It shows up in the um. I don't remember what 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 show it showed up. It was a it was an animated. It might have been the it had to be the Clone Wars cartoon, the um, Kennedy. Oh, had to be. Yeah. So they're, they're yeah yeah they're riding on like a speeder bike. Yeah, and they're like a lance. Like, yeah, do you remember these? They're guys? actually holding a lance, but then their their body like their shoulders. They look almost like look like man. lances, and their head is kind of pointed like that too. But it's an IG droid, um, and I'm trying to look them up to know if I see if I can find their. their... It was like from the first uh, style Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, that's the that's the the Gennady Clone Wars. That that cool. Oh, that show's awesome. Is... Yeah, those were like really short episodes, weren't they? Like five or ten minutes long. Yeah, and like they all sprung together into like a bigger thing. Yeah, there's there's so much fun to watch. They're legends, um, but they have the force bubble, so who cares? Remember that? Kit Fisto. We've talked about oh, that on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, he was Kit Fisto does that big force bubble force. and like just puts a hole in a in a submarine. Yeah, he does. It's awesome. Ooh. We so wow that that was a good deep dive, the IG Lancer combat droid. Um Yeah. yeah. Don't know. So, yeah, we're we're starting off there. If you don't um, remember them, uh, Google it because I would never have remembered that. It's like yeah, it's, it's exactly what you think. It's an IG unit with a lance. <laughs> yep. it's, it's a lance yeah. combat road. Yep. And if you're strong enough, you can use them as a lance. Yeah, because they're pointy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It actually looks like the hilt of uh, of uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Like yeah. If you put its legs together. <laughs> It's a transformer. Anyway, all right. So other IG units. Um, should we I talk think about... we should talk about the first IG unit that we ever come across in the IG Star Wars 88. universe. IG eighty eight. All right. So what do you want right. to say about IG eighty eight? I mean, <clears throat> he looks like all the other IG units, right? He does. He's an assassin he have... droid, which appears a pretty good job of just uh, standing there in. in uh, yeah, he in didn't Empire. do a lot in Empire, did he? But he, you know, we we're like. He looked cool. Well, do we know the but, behind but, the scenes? But all those bounty hunters look cool. Well, yeah, that was their job. That was yeah. their, well, Dingo just, didn't look. Just stand here well, and look cool. Know, I didn't like Bosk in that either. I thought, and I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to give some realism, but his his weird razor toes hanging over the edge. <clears throat> yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, <laughs> was yeah, like, he need, needed a. And I, I, I get it. Like it was, it's it's not just a guy in a mask. Look, he's got real toes too. Like I understand what they were going for, but. It didn't do it for me. Well, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you left us speechless. Um, well, uh, oh. But do you know the backstory or the uh, kind of trivia about the IG-88 appearance in Star Wars Empire? I think Please. it's an old espresso machine. Because a lot of that stuff that they just threw together, um, and I think right. IG... 88 was originally made out of an old coffee, uh, like, espresso maker. Really? Google it. That's what I remember. That'd be cool. Um, but, yeah, so IG-88 is the first uh I mean, it looks like a see. coffee maker. 
Huh? Looks like an the top looks like an old uh um Yeah. I mean it looks like a coffee maker. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't believe me, did you? It's it's a coffee maker, huh? As a matter of fact, you can see part of it. Um, if you really want some trivia, the body of IG-88 is also used as part of the background in the cantina scene. Um, so one of the, um, I don't know what it is, behind the bar is actually part of, uh, IG-88's body. Um, so yeah. I like how they didn't even get rid of the spout. <laughs> is that, are you looking at it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah. think that's just his, like, <laughs> his eyes or whatever is, uh... Poor spout. It's pretty sweet. That's yeah, cool stuff. Spence and, and coffee. Meanwhile, the guys like no, no droids. Oh, we don't, we don't serve that kind in, in here. No <laughs> these guys, these guys are working on Empire. They're like, hey, Star Wars made some pretty good money. Now we're gonna make this movie Empire. So what I need you guys to do is just, just go raid some kitchens. Yeah. All right, like go out to eat, sneak into the back. <laughs> they just raided the, the craft craft services table, and they were like, put that coffee maker up there. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what the the comp tono was the the ice cream maker like they yeah, were just going all into this. Uh, dude was running around with an ice cream maker. And these awesome. kitchen appliances all through our movie and created some of the coolest things, um, out there. So it's just interesting. Yeah. Oh hey, another piece of news real quick, which this all kind of made me think of it because of something I'm going to talk about when I talk about comic books. The Star Wars Adventures High Republic comic book comes out. Um, I think this week might be this week or next week um yeah. that comes out so that's the younger ages um if you have you know kids that want to read and it'll be a slightly different story i think sometimes the adventures special books are the same story so i'll i'll let everybody know but um that is coming out for younger readers and of course the first episode first issue of the actual high republic books has already come out so that's available at your local comic book store go to your local comic book store support local business yeah comics Yay. Okay, so, yeah, IG-88 is our first, uh, as far as, like, release of, you know, Star Wars. That's the first one we see. Um, yeah, I think it's the first. There's no, there are no, uh, no droids hanging around with Java, right? When uh, Han is leaving? I can't think of any. Yeah, uh, and the, see, the added scenes. Docking Bay 94? I don't count uh, added uh, scenes. They added Boba Fett there, but no, I don't think IG well, I'm not talk, there, yeah, I don't even mean for, well, you have to talk added scenes, but no, um, that's not even what I'm talking about. So, uh, what does the IG stand for? Anybody know? Independent Galaxy? Nope. What? Intergalactic Banking Clan. That's where these guys came from. They came from a... A army that was maintained by this international intergalactic banking clan. Nice. And and you know what that included? The IG Lancer droids. Huh. Yeah. Heck We're yeah. coming full circle. So well, I wonder okay. Is that the is that the Munes? Um the Munes or the Biff? What well, was Biff. the Plagueis? Plagueis was from the banking clan. I think Plagueis was a. I thought Plagueis was immune in his. I think he might be. Yeah, Plagueis is immune. His master was a Bith. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So um, that's the Munes. So IG eighty eight is the first one we actually see on film. So um, I wonder if they were the first. Uh, what, what do we call them? Uh, but like, well, uh, bounty hunters, obviously. But I wonder if they were the first ones. They were. They were debt collectors for the. 
for I them. I mean, if they were from the intergalactic banking plan, then I don't. Well, well I mean, I guess they could just be guards, but that yeah, they protected uh, all their interests, I believe. Yeah, we yeah. There's we were talking about this uh, like I don't know one of the droid podcasts that they're in one of the books uh, they talk about using IG droids as like warehouse and bank guards and stuff like that. So they're just general kind of protection. Yeah, but what makes bl- IG eighty eight interesting? So the first time we see it, am I going to get through it this time? I don't know. <laughs> First time we see an IG unit is, uh, of course, in Empire Strikes Back with the bounty hunter scene on the on the bridge of the Star Destroyer. But um, this is that interesting question of who do these droids belong to, or are they free? Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like, who is actually you know giving these people the missions? Like, yeah, because with IG Eleven, we're gonna have that same question. And he's he's you know the IG unit in the Mandalorian. He was apparently a member of the banking clan, or was his like owner? I mean, how does that work? So this I wasn't sure of. So obviously, well, now this also raises what they do because, like you said, they're assassin droids. Um, but the I said they were guards. Well, well, they have the, different designations. There's different IG units that do different things. Yeah, so the IG-88 units were assassin droids. And, and I'm reading Wikipedia now, so I'm not sure exactly where all of the information comes from because I haven't seen this in any of the canon readings. And I think I've read all the canon stuff. I just don't remember. So maybe I missed something. Or it could be, and you always have to keep in mind that they'll do the character guides. Which generally you end up, you know, kids get them like the encyclopedias of characters. Oh yeah, or my, my my kids got a ton of them. Yeah. Um. So when you get the ones that have come out since Disney, that stuff is is still considered canon, I believe. Like they that all goes still through the storyboard when they release those descriptions. So some of those could have come from there. Um, I'll I'll do a little checking on this in a second. But this is the part that I found interesting, and I'm going to read this directly off Wikipedia. So whoever actually wrote this, uh, credit to you. Good job. Uh, maybe worse uh, if it's true but i'm gonna give this to uh i'm gonna pass this one off to jim because this is his conversation you ready for it maybe only moments after their activation the ig-88s slaughtered their constructors and escaped their laboratories to roam the galaxy Ooh. Uh, nice this so like weapon x style do you remember gore crash No. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, the, we're going all the way back to uh, season one of The Mandalorian. Um, when oh, yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. into that boxing place, and there's a Cyclops guy, and yeah. oh, he yeah. hangs that guy upside down. And that guy quotes something, and I can't remember what he said, but it was a reference to... Um, uh, oh, that's right. It was a reference to a droid uprising. The, um, what was that? droid's name i can't i'm trying to look for it as i'm as we're doing the show but yeah, yeah really. I, I had totally forgotten until you mentioned that about so yeah, really he says the gotra it's called the gotra yeah i swear it by the gotra so what was the gotra again we probably should have done this before we started recording well, um, Gotra wasn't one I was going to talk about. <laughs> well, the Gotra droids are... Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. Droid Gotra. 
has occasionally gone to extreme measures. It's a group. Certainly, but with nothing more than uh, peace and freedom for themselves. That's what they want, is they just want freedom. That's right. So these are droids that basically seem to be self-aware and want to not be slaves. It was like a droid group that supported droid rights. Remember in Solo when uh, she kind of like had That's that whole right. droid revolt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, in Hindu culture, the term Gotra is considered to be equivalent to lineage. Okay. What about Q2B3KO? Oh. No? That was a... Okay. Um, so... You, what, you don't want to talk about that? I don't actually know what that is, do you? No, I was just stalling while I typed it in, but it, nothing came up. Well, it's an articulated holographic color separator produced propaganda supporting the separatist droid army during the Clone Wars. 3KO was a feminine programmed articulated holographic color separator. Told you. Originally a fifth degree droid. <laughs> this is not good programming. Um, bottom line is, all right, so our IG-11, that is probably the next one we want to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, so IG-88 is where we get introduced to the model. Um, IG-11, I think, physically is the same, isn't he? Yeah, I think they're the same look, which which raises into, you know raises some questions about the 11 versus, like it says, that, that thing that I read a moment ago said the 88s all rose up. 88s. Um, well, I guess we should finish the story. Does it also go into the legends about how IG-88's consciousness is downloaded into the Death Star? Well, I didn't I didn't click on the legends. There is a, a legend. I haven't read the legends on IG-88. Well, I mean, I, I've read them in the past, but I didn't look anything up for this. Cause... I've heard that. I've heard that story. That's, yeah, a legend story. It is, and where... supposedly he was, like, screwing around with the systems, and they were having all kinds of difficulties because of that, but... I don't know. Anyway, it's Legends. I don't know that I even care about the story that much. Um, but, so, that's IG-88 and his end. And then IG-11, of course, we meet in The Mandalorian Season 1, Episode 1. Um, where this droid has been given orders to kill the child. Um, and this is, of course, going to be interesting from a Mandalorian story point of view, because uh, we know that Din Djarin was told to just take the child alive. But why am I bringing all that up? Because, again, the question for me is, how much free will does, like, IG-11 have? Um, <clears throat> does he belong to someone? Like, it's not clear. It looks like he's, like, an independent contractor just working for himself. Because he kept talking about he wanted the, uh, <clears throat> the reputation points can, and all that stuff. I, I'll take this. Okay, Go. when they were when they were activated, they slaughtered their constructors and they escaped laboratories. Okay, so they are independently programmed. Now, is that the 88s or is the yeah, 11s? That's the, that's the 88s. Because I'm talking about IG-11 now. <clears throat> well, what I'm not sure what the difference because I've seen two things where like 11s, like it's it's the IG-11 and the IG-22 and the IG-33 and IG, you know, it's like double numbers. Yeah, so, okay, anyway. Yeah, I don't think that they've given us any um, specific information about that. So, IG-11, when we first meet him, um, it's it's droid humor done right with the whole, you know, self-destruct, and Din Djarin keeps telling him, no, don't self-destruct, but he has, like, a gigantic thermal detonator buried in his chest, um, 
Now, he takes a pounding in that fight. And that's the first time we really see what an IG unit can do, I think. Yes. Um, and it is impressive, and it just gets more and more impressive as they show him later on in the series. Yeah, um, do we see 88 in um, Clone Wars? I don't remember. When Boba's running with the others? I don't remember seeing 88 in Clone Wars. I, I, we, we see IG units. I don't know if it's 88. Yeah, because there's an IG unit at uh, Zero the Hut's Palace on Coruscant okay. that grabs Padme and holds her hostage. But I don't know which IG that is. It seemed like he had multiple IG units. There, but there's anyway. A, there's a bunch of them. There's IG-88. There's A, B, C, D, too. They also have those. And I would say, so the fact that he's got the self-destruct makes it seem like he's a... Makes it seem like he's being owned by someone who doesn't want their information out. Yeah. Maybe the factory put that setting in. So even though he is free, he still has some... Huh. I don't know. Because then we know Quill takes him. Well, I was going to say... So he takes his pounding while fighting and protecting... Um, well, not protecting, but working with Din Djarin. And then when he uh, is about to kill Baby Yoda, Djarin just knocks him out with one hit to the head. I thought that was a little bit uh, kind of weak sauce. Uh, he may have gotten him right in the right minute. He knew right to where to... I guess. Got him right in the coffee spout. Got him in the coffee spout. Well, this yeah. is where it percolates. <laughs> it's got to percolate. Yeah, not anymore. No, but uh, so yeah, well, where were you going next? Because that is the Well, next then I was going to talk about... Yeah, I was going to talk about... Cool. The, well, I was going to... What do you got? You want me to say something different? No, I was just, I thought you were going to say Quill. So I was yeah, guessing. I was going to finish out, I was going to finish out Eleven's story here, because then Quill gets him and turns him into a, a nurse droid. Um, yeah. Which is odd at first, because, I mean, unless Quill is, like, I, the, the idea, when I heard nurse droid, I immediately went to someone who cares for a child. But he, he could have intended him to be like a medical style droid for him, because he was older. Um... <laughs> yeah, you know, he was. But he was obviously he was nearing the he end. He was of his reprogrammed life. and then given new commands to protect the child at all costs, um, which he he <laughs> fills out his ultimate goal when he stands in the lava river. He's yeah. fulfilling his base function, which is to nurse and protect. <laughs> to serve and nurse and protect. Nurse and protect. Robocop, you're coming with me. All right. Um, yeah, IG Eleven was awesome. Um, yeah, that's first scene one where... to see uh, Din Djarin's face. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. he had to stitch his skull back together for him with his mm -hmm. little bit of Bacta. Um, we we got to see him take out those two uh, biker scout troopers, <laughs> the ones that punched Baby Yoda, and yeah, why he couldn't did. shoot the can. Man, awesome. he he broke those guys like that was rough. So yeah, the IG units. I never thought anything about them before, like, in, when I was a kid, you know, they had the action figure came out after Empire. I, I didn't think he was all that cool. Um, no, it was the same for me. I didn't think so either. Until the Mandalorian. Yeah, well, it, he was just, he would just stand there. Yeah, and I didn't think he was that scary looking, like, I was, you know, like. Well, you didn't know anything good... about him. You're just like, okay, he's, he stands there. Well, he's kind of yeah. silly looking. Like you know, that the, probably... the Terminator is scary looking. 
I would say that helped uh, that helped Boba Fett become as as cool a bounty hunter as he was too, because compared the, to the other the, guys, uh, the competition. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like between him and Bosk and Dengar, you were like, all right, well, I'll take the cool Mandalorian dude because you know, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he was and is and always well, will be. Uh, and he had a jetpack. You know, oh, I hope he gets a book. Yeah. Um, so, okay, IG-11. Now, another bit of uh, IG-11 story. So, as Tim mentioned, he sacrificed himself basically saving, you know, protecting a child and the whole group, um, which was a pretty sweet scene. But, we mentioned this in one of our podcasts. Uh, at season two, they're going back into that bar that got shot up in season one. And if you look, there is a statue of IG-11 in front of the bar now. I, I see that. Man. It's pretty sweet, right? Yep. A, lot of, you know, a lot of people don't know that. It also dispenses coffee. It also, well, in fact, it's, uh, darn it, I was going to make a C-3PO joke and just went out right out of my head. <laughs> um, it's primary load lifters functions, very similar to your coffee evaporate what? Coffee percolator. <laughs> <laughs> They're very similar. All right. Um, then there's yet another IG unit that gets screen time that we should talk about. The IG-100s. The, the Magna yeah, Guards. We've, yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about these. So. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say other than yeah. they, they deserve a nod. I mean, since we're talking about these types of droids. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Um, and in Legends, there's a lot of IG units. Um, canon, there's, there's not so much that we've seen. But yeah, the IG-100s are the, uh, what are they, Magna? Is that the word? Yeah, yeah the Magna Guards. The Electro Magna Staffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, we love the Staffs. We think they're great. That was, you know, they were definitely cool to fight, um, or cool to watch fight. Yeah, they were. They were the toughest looking. And then they they raised the all-important question of, why does a droid need a cape? Yeah. 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 Well, they get cold. It's cold in space. I mean, it is sweet looking, so why not? Well, I think it's so that they don't, you know, so they can hide the fact that they're a droid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think for a I lot mean, of... What? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know historically. Like, I know when there's a transition between, you know, cloak and cape, um, like there? here on Earth people that wore cloaks versus capes the capes didn't the capes don't seem to fill the purpose of keeping you warm enough okay um well i mean why does anybody wear a cape i guess it's the question i'm asking they're sweet looking well that's yeah exactly they're a they're a so a cloak is just a bigger cape or does it have sleeves cloak has sleeves it's okay. a loose-fitting garment featured with so, with, a, with a hood. A cloak a hood. is like a bathrobe. It's and, like a snuggie. Slanket. Slanket. <laughs> what does this have to do with droids? Oh, they don't wear they don't they wear capes, not not. They almost wear like serapes. They wear they wear cloaks. <laughs> These guys wear cloaks. They don't wear, not capes. They, don't yeah, wear cloaks. they wear capes. They wear capes. Um, and that was kind of the question. So, like, and we've actually. Um, it helps them I don't want to talk a whole lot about High Republic. We've actually seen this in High Republic. Their, uh, their, uh, uh, mechanisms. Your, your uh, fun, not fun. Good grief! Why can't I think of this word? Your official uh, <laughs> cannon. Win, 
when you go to an event that is important and you wear black tie your dress robes <laughs> yeah like that's what a are we black talking? tie event like a black tie event but they're yeah. um um oh my gosh i keep thinking senatorial what's what's i can't think of the word for this type <laughs> of event it's, it's a cloak when would you wear why can't i think it's what's gonna drive me crazy when the would ball? you wear the opera your, your dressy clothes because it's an important function um the yes. Mon Calamari Opera on Coruscant. Your, I'm gonna get it anyway. Function, um, the social event, the Jedi event, the Jedi outfits, um, ceremony. They actually are capes. They had capes on. The Jedi um, wear capes. And, in yes, for their um, important professional attire. <laughs> they were doing events, show events for the Republic. They had um, different kind of attire. Ceremonial? Thank you. Good grief. Ceremonial. Oh, I said, I said ceremonial. ceremonial. Hey. Um, hey. So their ceremonial attire actually featured. Can I say something capes, to you guys? Which was kind of. Mm, maybe. The two droids, the boy, and no questions asked. <laughs> what? It's not even my droid. It <laughs> <laughs> yes. doesn't sound like a weird line now, does it? Uh, yeah. So, what about... <laughs> are we done with the IG units? No! We gotta do the other. Was assassin droids? Wait, wait, no, we did. We did the assassin droids. The sentinel droids. The what? They look just like the IG units. The what They're droids? more IG Cynical? The sentinel. Sentinels! Where Those are end? what were in that book I was talking about. Was that, Scourge. Yeah, with the Zero the Hut. They were the IG-86s. Yeah, Zero the Hut. What was the last thing I said? <laughs> That, that was, was a, a pretty good Zero the Hut. Yeah, he's like from New Orleans, right? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Do you guys want bananas? That is what he sounds like. Some people can't stand Zero. I was one I, of those I don't people. like Zero. No, Am I here? No. Am I, are you here? <laughs> You're here. We're what was just... the last thing I said before I vanished? My thing cut off again. Capes. <laughs> you were talking about capes. I hadn't heard from you in about 30 minutes, so I don't know. Uh. So no, I probably said a lot. You actually were talking just a second ago. I don't know. Me and Papa Bear were talking about the IG units that work for Zero the Hut, but I already talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we did a sweet impersonation. We of did. Zero we the Hut. The zero the... Can we spoil what happens to Zero the Hut? Because they show it in Clone Wars. No, it's not related. Let's continue. Oh, but it's so cool. Anyway, because. Anyway. anyway. So, anything else about the IG units, or do you want to talk about this? I think so. Combat droids now. I think we're on to the Confederacy of Independent Systems. Yes, the CIS. Yeah. Star um, Wars and CIS. So we have, <laughs> you know, the droids. First of all, I love the droids. The 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 meta the meta part of the the Clone Wars being with the droids, um, and I. So obviously the the whole intent here was Roger, Star Roger. Wars is a kid show. How do we have a giant battle, destroying and killing and all this stuff, and still make it sort of kid yeah, friendly? Yeah, all the death. Um, and the answers to that were, in those words, you know, the Clone Wars, um, the clones, which I'm not, you know, I'm not Don't saying you it was dare dehumanize clones. clones. Um, yeah, you know, they're not people. No, that's not what I'm saying. But that was the that was the answer to it, initially, and obviously. 
we've seen a lot from our clones that that make us know that it's not uh yeah that they're not dehumanized but the clones and the droids were the answer to that um so it was a it was a cool way to create this huge battle um galactic you know galaxy wide in in what we got to see in the prequels now yep. the first droids the initial um the the little Roger, Roger, fold up. Yeah, the Roger, the B one battle, battle droids. The B ones. Yeah, the B ones. Um, the bulk these... of the uh, the series. Yeah, the, yeah. The, it's not a lightweight. I love them. <laughs> you love um, them. I do. I think they're very divisive in that uh, you either love them or you you don't. I think yeah. they're cool. I think I th- I think they're definitely cool. They're very. They're not intelligent. No. You know, because they're controlled by like a, uh, a hub or something, you know. That was just the first. That was in the first one. That stopped. Yeah, they, yeah. They get they get better, but they not After, really. <laughs> as soon as as soon yeah. as the yeah as soon as that battle on Naboo happens, they stop controlling them from a a, a droid control ship. That's why there's. I mean, otherwise every battle would be find the droid control ship and shoot it. Um, like there'd be nothing else happening in Star Wars. Yeah. So they, that like they fixed that problem with them. Um, it is a little strange that they're so quirky. Yeah, that, that's... but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. So my problem with the B ones is, and it's it's weird because one thing I like about them, but it also pulls me out of the the experience is how they they have like human reactions to things. Um, which seems like a bad idea in a, you know, a, a droid that was literally designed to just overwhelm forces by pure numbers, not by intelligence or ability. Um, but, you know, like, the, they get scared when they're about to die. Um, they'll sh- shirk responsibility. Um, so they'll be like, oh, you're in charge. Like, you know, they're, they're very happy to not be in charge. Um, yeah, it, their programming seems to indicate like a lack of programming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? Um, I wonder, it's almost like they were protocol droids that had all of the protocol and languages wiped out and a battle sequence put in. It, it kind of is. It's weird. Which would make sense. You know, they, it was like, hey, emotional. we need a ton of these really fast. They had to focus on building them, so they didn't focus on the programming, and they just kind of did like a quick patchwork job, and were like, here you go. People who need a ton of droids from us, take them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're designed to just overwhelm with numbers. Yeah. Right. But they but do I'm, have personalities. Yeah. yeah, and I agree, though. Like, that's my issue with them. Those, I, I agree with you about the personality problem, because in the military as we know it, they will work to dehumanize people to yeah. send them off into battle. Yeah. Right? Like, that's kind of the intent. Generals they're like, we don't want you masses. to be... We don't want you to be you when you go to fight in our war... And yet, whoever created these battle droids were like, oh, you can, you know, not yeah, be a Yeah, like, one of, like, uh, I think it was in the Clone Wars movie, um, 99% sure, like, Asajj Ventress is mad, and she runs out on this big, you know, landing platform, just in time to see Anakin escape, and, uh, there's a, one of those little B-1 droids out there, and she gets mad and just force pushes it off, and it goes, why? <laughs> like, the whole, like, it's hilarious. Yeah. But it is also, like... Why did the droid just ask why? Right. <laughs> like, and, yeah. So there and I is think that. that's the problem. So it is, and, and we've said this before about rider, other things, rider. I think that it is droid humor done right, it, but we, yeah, don't know, we don't know why. 
like they have that piece because yeah. they are funny. Every time they Roger Roger, I love Roger Roger. Roger Roger. Roger Roger. Uh, <laughs> see, like it's Roger, it's perfect. Roger Roger. I like Roger Roger. Um, um, I I like the whole corporal. You know, whatever you're saying, corporal. Like they'll they're like smart Alex. Yeah. Um. You know what the Roger Roger always reminded me of? Like airplane. Where is it? Where they're like yeah. the, the captains, captain, captain. You have your vector, Victor. Doctor Roger Doctor. Roger. Oh, they're Doctor. like a droid that we didn't talk about. The pit droids. Oh. That's what they're like. Is the pit droids? Oh, like remember the, the fold up pit droids? Hit the nose. Yeah, they were in. The, they're also in uh, Tatooine. Uh, they're working on the Razor Crest. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what they're the like. Nose. They fold up just like the pit droids, and they've got they that do. weird, quirky personality. You so they took the programming and design from the pit droids and made yeah. them into battle droids and added a, a military component to them. And yeah. that's what I'm sticking to for why they act the way they act. Well, you, you know how... What? what well, you, know, you know how you fix all the problems with the B-1 battle droid? How? Well, you come out with a B-2 series. Ah, uh, the B-2 bomber. Mm, Papa Bear is pushing us along here. Okay. Well, I just want to point out, if you can't handle me at my check it out, Corporal. Well, I, I didn't think you guys wanted to Roger, do Roger. like... I didn't think you wanted to do like episode four of the droids. No, we don't. <laughs> um, this but is I the made finale, finally. Yeah, so we got to move. What's a B-2? The B-2 is a super battle droid. Oh, yes. I like the name. For when you get caught in a super battle. Um, yeah. Are these things much more effective than the B1s? They seem that way, but I don't like them. They're way more advanced. And they, they don't they don't have the humor. Um, I think they don't have the humor. humor. That they, was fixed. They, 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 they just did kick no humor. D2. Yeah, they, I mean, they're, they're more like the Terminator-style robot yeah, that you'd are. expect to see, you know, out of a droid army. And these are but one of the, like, upgraded-type robots you can play on Battlefront 2 if you're, uh... Playing as separatists, like yeah, you can have jetpacks and everything. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Now they seem they seem to be slow. They can move quickly, right? They can run. I mean, I, I ignore the games. I know the games. It, different. It's, it's to... the firepower. They have overwhelming firepower too. Yeah, they they got like rapid fire. They do. But everything. They, all their all their motions are so slow. Well. Yeah. Pop like even Bear just, just compared it to what Terminator. I was thinking actually more like uh, the RoboCop. Oh, um, you know, with the identify, you know, ten oh, seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. The I uh, what was that? Uh, oh, the IG. It's not an IG. Is it's it? an IG unit. <laughs> is it an IG? I was no, I, no, no, I, I, I was thinking of the original um, Cylons. <gasps> yeah, they are kind of like the original Cylons by your command. Yeah. Mm. Actually, they look like the Cylons. You mean the original from the remade series? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They do look like those. Um, yeah, not the old school 1970s. Yeah, the non-human. Cylons. Yeah, the new, the, the currently new newest Battlestar Galactica yeah. non-human Cylons. <laughs> and Ed, it's a super... Ed 209, that's who it is. Ed 209, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you have 10 seconds to comply. And then he puts down a gun. And then, and then he's like, You're "I put down." Fired. Yeah. You're fired. <sighs> Remember that? Um, so yeah. another uh, a very noted, like important. Uh, why can't I talk tonight? What's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> another scene. It's important for podcasting to be able to talk. Is it? 
that we see a B2 super battle droid that's very, very, very awesome and defining and like crazy and what it implies is in The Mandalorian when he has flashbacks to being a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. his parents stick him inside that little like uh, storm cellar type thing and then the door opens up and there's a B2 super battle droid there and then some dudes in, in Mandalorian armor painted blue with the Death Watch symbol on the shoulders come down and save him. See, now, I, droids with jetpacks make sense. <laughs> the ones that don't have capes. Um, I assume we're going to end with droids with... Uh... Anyway, um, while we're on this topic, what's the next one? After a B2 battle droid, if I'm going from the Trade Federation, who's my yeah, next I, one? I, I would say BX. The... Which one? The, the BX, the Commandos. Ooh, I Ooh that's those. a good one. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, yeah, I had forgot about that. I was going with the Droidicas, but... Yeah, the the commander droids are sweet. Yeah, they're they're. What's their designation? BX. BX series. Yeah, commando droids. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen these, uh, Google them. Um, So these, I guess, only appear in the Clone Wars cartoon, and they're on Battlefront Two as a playable, unlockable character. But they basically, if you take the, if you're not familiar, they look like the B one battle droid only made cool. like can they, I can I correct my earlier statement? Uh, no. These are more like the Terminator, because you remember how the Terminator would like mimic people's voices and stuff. Yeah, these yep. these guys these guys will do that. They're little ninjas. Like, the first time I saw them, I thought ninjas because they're yeah. dark. Uh, they sneak around. They're much more streamlined and cooler looking than the B one battle droids. Um, but yeah, the, you remember you remember in Clone Wars where they dressed up in clone trooper armor? Yeah. And they were they were like doing the Terminator trick where they were pretending to be droids, but they didn't know. Yeah, all, all the intricacies of the, uh, you know. That that's that's a great callback. Yeah, they they yeah they, well, like Papa Bear just said, they put on the armor, then they start sounding like Tomorrow Morrison, um, like yeah they uh, that, and and they they almost had them fooled, but they were like something's not right, and then they, and they yeah like, yeah. Didn't somebody Roger Roger? Oh no, that's when they were. Is that when the clones walked up with a droid head after they were taken? Yeah, that was yeah that was same episode. They took one of the heads off of the, <laughs> off the droid to, for the camera. Yeah, I love the Roger Roger. Roger, 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 All right, that's my Tamora Morrison saying. Roger, 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 Roger. All right, Roger. what about the uh, Droidica? Now we ready for the. Now I love the Droidicas. The, the, um, they're, uh, they're my favorite. Yeah. They fold up again. Like, I love that everything is, is made compact for a couple of reasons. Um, one, like, we're talking about all these, you know, galaxy-wide things, and they're having to fly around the, you know, fly around all these units. And the fact they can fold them up and put them in little compartments um, with the B1s and probably the BX series and... uh and the droidicas can, you know, roll up into a little ball and, and they can get all small and compact too. Makes it a lot easier to do this like overwhelming forces of mm-hmm. of droids because they can fit a bunch of them into a ship and take them with them. Um, and the droidicas are another example of that. And they're just cool. So the first and biggest thing about them is they have shields. Yeah. Um, and Yeah. And well, so what's the first time we see them? Episode really one, fast in yep. uh, episode one, yeah. And as soon as they show up, and it's only two of them, 
Obi Wan says, uh, or Qui Gon, one of them says, we're we're outgunned here. He says it's a stalemate. Stalemate, yeah. Um, so you see a Jedi knight, or is Qui Gon a master then? He's no. a master, I think. I think Qui Gon was a master when we saw him. Um, so I, we see I, him in a Padawan. Basically, he was have he to... was awarded the rank of master, but he was not on the council. <laughs> You hear yeah. that happen sometimes. No, sometimes. wait, that's unheard of. Um, that's an insult. <laughs> um, this is outrageous. It's outrageous. It's coarse. It's gross. It gets everywhere. Um, so, yeah, we the first time we see the droidicas, they're impressive because, yeah, you can't just do the bounce the you know, laser bolt back and kill them. They got shields. But how do you penetrate the shields? Move slowly. Y'all don't know yeah, that. something physical. Yeah. Yeah, because um, which is uh, again Dune, the sci-fi series. They yeah. have the same thing. They wear little shields, and the only way you can penetrate them is if you go slowly. So bullets don't work on them. Yep. They had this in. Uh, if if anybody watches Stargate SG One, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Um, in Stargate SG One, they had the same thing. There was somebody with a shield, and they couldn't. They couldn't even. They couldn't shoot them. They had to throw knives at them. Because it was just a person. They didn't have any protection on it, though, because... Why would they? They had a shield. But then they figured out they could throw knives, so they threw knives at them, and that was slow enough. It's zen and the art of shield-breaking. But this is one of those things that always kind of bothered me um, in the prequels, were these two droids. Yeah? Because it... You know, it, it... I understand they had to get away, and they had to, you know, start the landing process. But they could have... They should have just forced pushed him, like slammed him into a wall or down the hall or something instead of running away. Yeah, there's there's an. Inc- I've always wondered like why Jedi didn't just use the Force on like anytime they're fighting non-Force beings like uh, Grievous, just put put them up in the air, slam them on the ground, just keep doing that. Well, um, you know, they're also on a diplomatic mission too. You know? Well, at that point, I think. <laughs> well, and I'm off. sure some of this was okay. They're willing to send all these things. If there's two of these things, they're about to send us more. We're not going to get like. They're going to get overwhelmed. More well, are Hopper coming. Bear we're not going right to get about this one door. thing. Negotiations were brief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like right. why why don't we force push these things away or whatever? Um, I always wondered that about like, but the other thing is. How I tough think, are these I think more were going to come on the way because these are kind of like cavalry. They come quick yeah. and they set up and you're pinned down. Yeah, they, they over, like you said, they overwhelm. Yeah, um, and their firepower is, is crazy. I mean, once they yeah. get going, it's. So. Oh, shoot. I lost my train of thought. Um, okay. Anyway. Uh, the Droidicas, also one of the coolest episodes, I've talked about this many times, of. Uh, the Clone Wars cartoon series is, uh, I think it's season two, episode six, Landing at Point Rain. Um, there's a great moment <laughs> in that. talked about this once or twice. With the droidicas. I, I don't um, think I've heard this story. Okay. I just mean Landing at Point Rain he's talked about. Oh, yeah, I twice. know. I, he tells me this every time I see him, I think. <laughs> what? That, okay. It's your favorite episode. It is my, yeah, <laughs> specifically, uh, Rex It's like and, saving Private Ryan. Rex and... Okay. I forgot what I was going to say again. <laughs> Rex. You were talking about Rex and the droids. Um, yeah, they fought droidicas. Um, I can't remember. The slow. The slow uh, penetrating the shield. You were talking about the shield. That's what set us off on yeah, this. Yeah, I can't remember. So, like, I think Rex went underneath it and shot it in the, in the chin was the cool part of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So, there was something else I was going to say about the Droidicas, and I forgot what it was. Oh, well. They roll. They do roll, they roll. and they rock. And, um, and that's that's the funnest thing to do in Battlefront. I love that character. You just roll up and then set up and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. when they force push the B1s, though, those things, like, stop working. I always thought that was a little bit too cheap. Like, literally, they just knock them down and they stop working. Yeah, I mean, there could be a component of... And see, this is this is what created the issue for me, is they definitely have the power to instantly reach out to, you know, a dozen of those droids, and as they, you know, shove them down, also rip some wiring out or, or disable something inside yeah. of them. And which is what they should have been able to do, those two droidicas. Oh, that... Even if they were going to leave because they knew they were going to be overwhelmed, those two droidicas should have been taken out. Yep. I, that brings up another interesting thing that we saw with the B1s um, that I don't think we've seen with any other droids. In one episode of The Clone Wars, Grievous is um, leading a group of uh, these B1s, and they're chasing, I don't remember who, Anakin, I think, um, on a planet's surface. And one of them says, we need to recharge. And they start dying. Like, they start, well, their batteries die. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, I think that's the only time we actually see. I mean, we see three PO in New Hope says, "You know, mind if I shut down? If I power down for a while?" And yeah, I think, but we don't really hear much about how droids are powered. Yeah, he might say it somewhere else too that he needs to power up. We've, I've seen it. Where was that? It must have been in a book. Well, there are the dark troopers. Yeah, they oh, do yeah. take a lot of power. Yeah, I figured that's what we were going to end with, yeah. was the Dark Troopers. Yeah, well, they take a lot of uh, rebooting, too. Um, yeah. Like, just booting up, which is also odd. But, oh, yeah. that's right. They said because the power's reserved and they only flush it into them. Oh, whatever, we'll get to them. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Droidicas are cool. Then we've got the, uh, let's let's get into into space. The Vultures. Yeah, the Vultures and the Buzz Ooh, Droids. Oh, so yeah. The, the Vultures are cool. And these yeah. are uh, Cylons, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because these yep. are just, these are just ships that are droids. Yeah, um, that, yeah they're kind of alive and now they're flying. Yeah, it's not a droid-controlled ship. The ship is a droid. Um, yeah. It's, and it just goes, and it carries a bunch of uh, Buzz Droids, which are neat, weird little... They were weird. Um, so, I don't know how I felt about the buzz droids. I thought they were a weird design. I, I didn't like the buzz droids. But again, if they were like, hey, we need something that does this, and someone was like, all right, I have something that's functional, it's similar to an old design I had, but I can make this work in space. Like, I, I understand, you know, they're creating... It's not a bad idea, and that it does seem like a difficult weapon to counter. Right. I mean, you look at the background of, you know, you think about where weapons come from in general. Someone's like, all right, we need a new weapon. And the first thing you do is take something you already have and modify it to be a, a new, unique weapon. Heck yeah. And that's kind of what I feel like the Buzz Droids were. They were like, well, we need something that we can deploy against them. And they're like, well, here's the... He's, these are what we called Buzz Droids. We would send them out over fields to you know, spray pesticide or whatever. Or miners or whatever, yeah. Right, I mean, that's what they kind of seem like. like they, they I, I, bugs. I, I like that. Uh, so, yeah, but I always thought of them as kind of like small... Anti-Astromechs. <laughs> you know, like the Astromechs designed to fix a ship on the go. These things seem to be designed to destroy them on the go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like the idea that these are actually altered, like, worker drones, too. Like, just shove them down a 
cave and come to mind for materials. You know how much this? steel they used in the Death Star? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Um, Zero the hut? So there's a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a... This is another one of those scenes that bothered me about episode one because of, of what happened here in episode three. The fact that Anakin, and I know he's a very skilled pilot and very strong with the Force, but whatever, as a Force user, um, could slide the wing of his ship against Obi-Wan's to knock those droids off and not wreck both of them the whole time. Yeah. But they couldn't, you know, like, force push the buzz droids or they couldn't force push the... Yeah, yeah. There's just some inconsistencies That's with the Force in the point. prequels, and I think that that was a, and I love the prequels. Um, I'm not anti prequels. Yeah, I like the prequels. I think that obviously we know that some of their story got lost and was fixed with the Clone Wars. Some of their story got lost because of of the special effects. Um, yeah. And I love the special effects. Like we got amazing stuff out of the Star Wars. We have the two, uh, two greatest lightsaber duels, ever out of them, in my ever. opinion. Uh, well, two of the three, right? Where yeah, the, yeah, the mall one is the best. Right. <laughs> so, but the, you know, like, full-length lightsaber duels. Like, I wouldn't even call that a duel. <laughs> like, the, oh, yeah. Maybe that's even more of a duel. These were these were sword fights, but that was like a full... Well, we got like, you in the sequel. Quick draw duel. Anyway. No, 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 I'm not talking about the sequels. The uh, prequels, I mean. But yeah, prequels. You were and, saying... And Rebels. Um, that the force use was was lost a little bit, and well, you know, except there's. So we say this, but there was also some really really cool force use in the prequels. Like there was this one time they were sitting at this table, and see Obi Wan would have gotten kind of grumpy if he'd seen it. He got grumpy. He he force pulled this that was piece good of fruit. Force pull. I like when uh, they run a bar and he said, "I'm you're gonna go home and rethink your life choices." That yeah, was good I like force that use. too. I wish yeah. Anakin would have put his hands behind his head and let the fork and knife cut the fruit for him. Yeah, and then he lost control of it and it got him in the eye. <laughs> oh. Um, what about the fact that when the buzz droid gets on his uh, ship, Anakin's ship, it immediately runs over to the one place where it can be killed? Which is to say in front of R2. Well, it doesn't know R2. R2's like, a unique yeah, astromech that also has defensive capabilities. Hole in the canopy? Because it went over and destroyed R4. Right, because they ripped so that, apart. That's a strategy. It just ripped the head right off. Yeah, they went yeah, after the did. droids, and it screamed in space. Which there's a movie that said you can't hear screams in space, but whatever. I think it was Aliens' motto. Yeah, they were a weird. Um, that that scene was kind of weird. But hmm. I would like R two D two seems to be the only. We're back on droids, yes. R two D two seems to be the only astromech, like that has. Defensive capabilities. Back. Yeah. Well, I mean, what about uh, Chopper? Chopper I, literally grabbed a blaster true. and started shooting people. Chopper doesn't have that defensive... That was what I was going to ask y'all. Um, is this a good design, bad design? Why do the droids carry rifles? Why aren't they rifles? Like, is that a bad design? Because it seems to me that's just one more thing you have to... Like acquire as opposed to just build them. So the Are you talking about the B? You're talking about like the, the B1 B1s droids. Carry guns. Um, so yes, um, the B2s are guns. 
The B2s are, and that's that's. I think that's part of the difference in design between the B1 and the B2. But the B1s, like I said, I really think that they were repurposed. They, it was that same thing. They were maybe not fully repurposed. The but B1s they were taken were designed in initial, to be cheap. They were taking an initial design and just getting something that would serve the purpose. And then they had the guns already ready. They just took blasters. Because mm. the B2s had to have blasters redesigned. Those blasters don't exist anywhere else. They're just inside the B2 units. Yeah. So that was a whole, you know, moving on to the design. They're like, we are moving this war forward, this battle forward. So they, but they actually went into fingers, some R&D. But they got finger guards on their blasters. Oh, man, I'm confused. Well, those blasters already existed. <laughs> but they don't have fingers. They have those little paddle things. That, that, that acts as a finger. What yeah. about any other uh, Separatist droids before I start mentioning some randos? I want to talk about Chopper, that he does not have defensive capabilities. He's kind of a jerk, and he has only offensive capabilities. He, he does. And he does a... grab a, a blaster and shoot a guy... And punch yeah. it and hit another guy in the face with it as he flies by. And BB-8 has some. I don't know if they're fully defensive. Not that he attacks anyone in the same way. C-3PO was once threatened by another uh, protocol droid. It said Idrida. How rude! How rude! How rude. Yeah, <laughs> that was rude. I mean, I, you know I it. so. I gotta say, and Anthony Daniels played C-3PO great. But yeah. the way they said how rude, I felt like it was wrong. Every time I hear it, I feel like it's wrong. Like it's the the tone of the word rude was was off a little bit. Like oh, the inflection rude. was off. I what thought a- the same thing every time Mace Windu spoke. Uh, yeah, that was rough. Uh, that was Sith Lord. Uh, if what you have told me is true, after three years of fighting and risking your life. And leading armies, you will have finally gained my trust. Given that it's a stupid decision, I've neglected to ignore it. Yeah. That's from Avengers. Avengers. All right. Well, I I got some, like I said, some randoms to mention. Uh, y'all yeah, got I, got, I got some droids to mention that we haven't discussed. But they're not, uh, you know, these separatist droids. Yeah, me, yeah same here. Yeah, because this is so, the last episode about droids, so we gotta ever. we gotta get it all out tonight, right? Tim, what you got? Combat droids, go for it. HK forty seven. HK forty seven. Ah, it's from Legends. It's a Ravon droid. Uh, it actually okay. stands for Hunter Killer. I think these also showed up in some of the video games. Um, so these are pretty cool, but yeah, these are uh, showed up in Knights of the Old Republic as well. Um, I think. But anyway, they were cool, but the HK stands for Hunter Killer. It also could be Heckler and Koch, which is a famous German gunmaker. So I don't know if they did that on purpose or not. But the HK-47s are pretty cool if you look them up online. The, uh, they're they're good-looking killer droids. And it, I would say the 47 probably comes from the like AK-47 sound. I think they... Yeah, because the HK... Uh, HK is also a type of gun. I mean, it's the Heckler and Koch. Um, so, right. yeah, I think they combine the two names. Yeah, that's and, what I'm thinking, too. Uh, instead of Alexis, Alexei Kalishnikov. Well, well, you give us a rando, Papa Bear. Yeah, uh, my, my favorite is from Empire. I got two I got two that we haven't discussed, I don't think. Zuckus? 
You know, it's, it's the probe droid. The, I love <laughs> the, just the look of that probe droid. It is a cool droid. Uh, and right. the way it just hovers. That <laughs> sound is so distinct. The, the sound it makes. Yeah, the communi- yeah, it's an imperial code. I, I just love those. Things, and then, like, the arms are just hanging down. It's Must have had a self-destruct mechanism. I didn't hit it that hard. All right. I <clears> am <throat> going to. Well, go ahead. The other one I wanted to mention is the interrogation droid from... Yes! Uh, yes. Dang it, from, that's what I was going to do. A New Hope, you know? Yeah. With the, with the syringe, and it focuses right on that <sighs> syringe, and you're just like, ah, oh, you're a kid, yeah. and you're scared of syringes, so, like, you see that, and you're just like, ah! Yeah, it really puts into... When you grow up and watch it again, it really puts into perspective what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. Not, a, not a happy room. All right, I want to go back to the probe droids, and well, pause for current events. Okay. But I, I do um, want to go back to the interrogation droid, too. We will. Okay. We'll okay. get there. Okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. So I, with the probe droids, the probe droids actually show up um, in one of the recent episodes of the Star Wars comics. And there is a hunt for rebels. Um, the current run of the Star Wars comics are taking place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Rebel? And there was a downed rebel fleet. The fleet was basically, I mean, it, not basically destroyed. It was destroyed. Ah. But some other rebels showed up to try to find it. The yeah. Empire is on a mission to try to find all of the rebels. Right? That's all they want to do because they blew up their Death Star. And the Empire, you know, holds grudges. And yeah, so they're after them. Well, they show up and they're like, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. Finally, they're like, oh, there's some. There's some kind of signal coming out of the everywhere. And these probe droids went full buzz droid. These probe droids all showed up. They latched onto the X-Wings and A-Wings. And they went immediately for the um, Astromechs. And latched onto the Astromechs and, like, drilled into them to try to pull information out. That's messed up. So they could find the rest of the Rebel fleet. So the probe droids, like, they... They made the probe droids more awesome, yeah, and uh, showed that the that they were better than the uh, buzz well, droids. This is why you're supposed to wipe your astromech's memory after each mission. Oh, and they're kind of dome like the buzz droids. Probe droids came from buzz droids. Probe droids. They are. It's cannon dumbed. Is it cannon? Um, well, in that case, BB-8 came from the um, interrogation droid. BB-8, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're both round. Yeah, this yeah. Is, that was the first circular droid, or spherical, rather, droid we saw was the assassin. That was actually all I had to add to it. Other than, I mean, how messed up is it? Like, again, this is kind of like the baby shackles. When you have one of these <laughs> droids, you have to know you're the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bring in the interrogation droid. Wait a minute, we have an interrogation droid? Yeah, but, but baby it, it can't be that bad, right? It's good. It has. It's specifically designed to ask a series of questions. But what's that sticking out of it? Oh, it's an antenna. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, my other issue with the interrogation droid was the fact that it floated the way it did. Yeah, it seemed kind of like. And this is going back to the sci-fi versus fantasy, but like the science fiction part of it, you know, the the amount of technology it would take to keep a like a, a craft hovering, like a yeah. land speeder, um, just pushes it off the ground. They have repulsor lifts or repulsor right. pads or whatever they call it. But that wasn't happening with this droid. Otherwise, there would be some like constant downward push. 
And because it was so far off the ground, that push would go elsewhere, and it would be pushing people away from it and everything. I was more confused at the angle of the syringe. I'm like, how's how's that going to get in your arm? (laughs) Unless they pop it out even further, like it's on an arm and it just hadn't extended yet. Anyway, the so the interrogation droid definitely got a deserved to mention. Um, we already mentioned my favorite uh, EV ninety nine. Huh? Where did they even get those? Uh, everywhere. Thank you. So, am I gonna live according to this? <laughs> um, all right, yeah, the EV ninety nine, the the droid that like to kill other droids and hurt them. Um, oh, and we didn't about, talk. Uh, BT. Uh, those are the two that I brought up last time. Gonk. That's not a combat droid. Go on. The BT and Triple Zero. Did we not talk about Triple Zero? I thought we talked about them last class. We did. Uh, yeah, we did a little bit. We just huh? didn't bring up the. Uh, what more do you want to say? Some specific... I don't know. Nothing. Nothing a whole lot more. They're just. <laughs> it looks like C three PO kills people. Uh, but it enjoys it. You need to read Doctor Afra. It's really, it's got really red eyes. cool and creepy. There. It does. They're... They're nasty. They're a nasty duo. They and it's are. really cool because they have a C-3PO, R2-D2 um, kind of relationship. Yeah. And But they're both just evil. Bizarro. So it's it's really fun to, to read. It's Bizarro 3PO. And they're, they're the two droids. Like, you can get all of this, this personality on. Like, you can really feel the personality of these two droids yes. from the comic books. And that's not unusual that you yes. can feel personality from comic books. But for them to pull the personalities that they did with these droids that are so counter to the droids that we've seen that look like them in the past is amazing. So to those writers, i got to look them up and find out who was writing those first few issues. But awesome. Go read the original Dr. Aphra series. It's really good. I still haven't done that. Well, you need to read the Dr. Aphra series first. The what? (laughs) I'm, I'm doing Thrawn. That's... I just wanted to. All right. Papa Bear, you got any other randoms? <clears throat> you know the DT series Sentry Droid? I don't. The what? Well, he looks a lot like the Dark Trooper. Ooh. And so, aren't we heading that way anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So what was this one? He's like a Sentry, Sentry Droid, but he's got the same head as the Dark Trooper. And where did you see this? Now, I'm going to share a little little thing I found on the internet in the uh, whatever chat we got going on here. Because in... Uh... There we go. Well, that just shows his uh, pelvic area, but if you click on the picture, <laughs> you can see his face. <laughs> okay. I think they're from Rebels. That's yeah, what I was... That's what yeah, Rebels is awesome. Yeah. Is it? I've heard that. Um, because yeah. I was on a thread and someone had posted a picture of this droid from Rebels and said, isn't this the same droid the Dark Troopers are? And I guess, is that not what DT stands for? Maybe. Um, yeah, they've got to be something similar, but there had to be something before this because... Th- Three this is... iterations. Right. Originally but they said it was they... a suit, yeah. Well, they said they finally removed the human component. Yeah. But this one doesn't have a human component, no, so that creates not. a separate issue of continuity, and we don't allow continuity issues in Star Wars. No. Anyway. What about the WA-7 droid? Oh, the WA-7 was the... Uh... Dex, you got a visitor. Oh, the waitress droid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, stand for waitress what? assistant? Uh, what is that? Yes. What? 
Yes. <laughs> or the TT8LY7. The little thing that comes out. We see it in The Mandalorian, and we see it in Return of the Jedi. Those yeah, are... But... that not that a combat... Well, it's not a combat, but it's a... It's a sentry. Oh, yeah. I, those, yeah, those are security all the droid. time. They're, yeah. uh, what do they call those? Oh, I just... It was they're in a book. the TT-8LY7. Is that what it's called? Or the smart doorbell. <laughs> it's a smart doorbell. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So I just happened to... Like, I was, I was looking it up, and the first thing... Because you said it, and I typed it, because I, I wasn't... I couldn't think of the name. The gonk? When you, when you said the TT-8L. Oh. Um, so I just want to read this line right here. It says, Considered obnoxious and invasive, TT-8LY7s enjoyed their position of control and were nicknamed Tattletail Droids due to their demeanor in the pursuit of something. Like, it's just what comes right up on Google. It's just an odd statement about droids. Yeah, But they is. enjoy their position of control. They love it. <laughs> I like to support Jim's argument for droids are alive. They're alive. I like to argue against him, but support his argument whenever yes. he's not talking about it. This is my, this is the way. Well, what about the Imperial Security Droids, K2SO? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that was a whole series of droids, and we see other K2SOs, and in the game... Um, I, I uh, talked Paul. about this on episode one of Droids, so Did if you didn't hear that. What? what do you K2SO, mean? I talked about. Shows up yeah. in, uh, in yeah. Fallen Order? Well, he shows up a lot of places. Yeah, that's that's all I was going to mention is that yeah. you do fight that that model droid quite a bit in Fallen Order, and they're fucking yeah, cool. The they're very really first cool to one, fight. very tall, does a jump scare on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's when you're introduced to him. All of a sudden, boom! Hey, how's it going, buddy? Um, you're like, oh, it's K two. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's a bad one. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, um, L three three seven. I don't know. BB nine E. That's not a combat droid. That's an astromech. I don't have any more combat droids. Uh, dark troopers. All right, uh, we're going to talk about the dark troopers, aren't we? Are we ready? I'm ready. Uh, let's I talk was... about some dark troopers then. All right. Okay. They were... <laughs> Apparently, they require about five minutes to power up. Um, yeah. Don't know what they're made of. Some sort of durasteel, but they uh, they seem resistant to fire, unlike the B two battle droids, super battle droids. Did you think it was kind of weak that the that R2-D2 was able to take out the super battle droids by setting them on fire with an oil fire? A little bit. I mean, it feels like they should be able to withstand fire. I mean, unless it you know gets to like 3,000 degrees or something. Yeah, that was... Um... Well, now he did have blue flame, so that's a you know, hotter flame. But it's... It is odd because it was so it's late in the odd. series. It's not like it's something where you can be like, "Oh, they fixed that" because they were susceptible to fire. Yeah, which they did. Now that I mean, they they did by the time they got to the dark troopers. Yeah, um, dark troopers obviously don't care about fire. But there could have. I mean, there honestly, there could have been just something in there. You know, there are still a lot of all the battle droids have a lot of open components, hmm. um, and you kind of see that with the way. Boards. Yeah, you see that with the way. Um, uh, Din, you know, lights up the the dark trooper, which was one of the like awesome, most creepy, cool moments. Yeah, it was. in all of Star Wars but, ever. But that guy didn't care that he was. But he didn't care. Up. So that's what I'm saying. So they, you know, these guys obviously had a ton, a ton of R and D 
Yeah, um, for the Dark Troopers. Third iteration, the, the super man. battle droids were made to withstand more and have higher firepower. Like, that's kind of their... And look more intimidating. But any of the open components could have been... Um, you yeah, know, could have shielded. Been, yeah, not, not... Or, yeah, covered. They could have been susceptible to fire, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They were like, oh, they're going to blast them on the outside. What? What's... You know, who's going to light them on fire from the inside? Well, An EMP the, attack, man. So that first generation of uh, battle droids that all was taken out by taking out their command ship, they they seemed like the type that weren't protected against EMPs. Right. Yeah. But the Dark Troopers, I guess, uh, have become kind of the ultimate of droid soldiers, um, at least from anything we've seen in Star Wars. Yeah, because they, they're definitely far better than anything we saw from the Separatists. But, um... They do require a lot of power, so we saw in the Mandalorian that uh, Mando had his hands full just fighting one of these guys. Um, but you know who you has know. very little trouble fighting a bunch of dark troopers? Luke Skywalker, among others, yeah. Yeah, and huh? I was going to bring up this battle. You know what? I yeah, I kind of have one one little like piece butter. of disappointment about butter. this whole scene. Yeah. I wish that there had still been some stormtroopers left. Like I, I could have, I would have been okay with seeing a green lightsaber go through some, <laughs> some stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have liked it, but I'm, I can see why Disney didn't do it. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Yeah, well, bringing I mean, Luke out of the, retirement. Well, right sort of the show is, yeah, but yeah, it's still. Um, no, it's not an actual complaint. It's just a. I was just a thought. I was like, oh, that would have been cool. Now this was a great scene. I loved it. Um, really happy about it. But the droids were. You got to see, one of the cool things about these droids is they actually do show us how powerful Luke is. Um, because we watched a, a very capable warrior, um, as the Mandalorian, take on one of these. Yeah. And basically get it handed to himself, like, over and over again, until he finally, you know, ends up beating it. But overall, you know, he wasn't... He didn't have the high ground throughout the battle. Um, I, I think it just shows the overwhelming power of the lightsaber, too. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That, the blasters don't hurt these things, but the lightsaber goes through it fairly easily. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a really cool... Like, that was one of those things... It was like the Justice League movie. Did you guys both see the Justice League movie? I did not see the Justice I, League movie. I have movie. seen the Justice League movie. Oh. I have, have, um, there's, there's a new one coming out. Jim, I might I have saw it and just Justice didn't League like it. You? Okay, yeah, that's that's well, that's for everybody that saw it. All right, so <laughs> um, the Justice League movie has a scene where Superman shows up, and the so I, I just warned Jim that I'm going to spoil it, so I should officially warn the listeners. Hey, I'm going to spoil this part if you haven't. Well, seen I mean, the if they League. haven't seen the Justice League by now, what is it? Ten years old? Six years old? What is it? It's old. Uh, it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. And... All right. So there's a scene where you know they're all there, but they're all confronting Superman, and the Flash is going to be sneaky, so he takes off on his one of his crazy big runs because who's going to see him if he's running at his yeah. speed? And Superman just kind of cuts eyes over at him. Um, and as much as the movie is terrible, this is one of my favorite moments in in all of cinema because it successfully shows the speed and understanding of speed of Superman with the Flash. Like, this, just this moment of 
you know this guy is unbelievably fast, and nobody else yeah, would even yeah. see him moving. And they just have Superman cut eyes at him, and it was just a brilliant move. I I don't like um, this. Do you know what this means? The rest of life must to Superman must seem so slow. Yeah. Like, existence must just be horrible for him. It was one of the, uh, what show was it? Well, I, I think he, he's trained himself to, like, go in and out of, like, time and space. Are you yeah, talking about well, Smallville? Somebody say Love that show, too. But I do. He's, he's got to train himself to, I mean, he had to full-on train himself to open doors. You know, yeah. like, just walking up and opening a door. He's He's got to change everything. Um, and I think that he does, but I think it's worth it because he wants a... You're talking uh, about Superman? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what you asked. Well, yeah, but I thought we are done, but okay. Well, I was answering your question. We're not done with a question. We're done with an answer. Uh, no, all I, I didn't ask a question. I just said his life must suck. I thought you said, does his life move? You know who I like? <laughs> Can I talk about a robot that was repurposed, or were you... Sure, go ahead. Really? Yeah. I like the scene in Smallville where he grabs the hot dogs out of the boiling water. Because, and then his mom's like, you can't do that, that's not normal. Yeah. Q9-0. I like the scene in Smallville where it's, like, all of them. Yeah. Q9-0, also known as 0 or Z. Repurpose protocol droid. Y'all know who I'm talking about? No. Yeah. Do you really? You know who else we didn't talk about? Q90. But who we, we definitely got? have not talked about Q90. Q90. Well, should I talk about this? Yeah, go you... go go ahead and talk about him. So this is the droid from um, Mandalorian season one, episode six, I think. The prisoner. He's the one that you know can pilot so good. That uh, he has to pilot the Razor Crest when they approach the prison ship, and then he's the one who tries to kill the baby. Yeah, he does. And he gets blasted he for his efforts. Yeah. He's got bug eyes. Yeah, so he, he kind of looked like uh, Forlom, sort of. Um, yeah, but he's painted all black. And Who were you going to say, Papa Bear? I was going to talk about uh, a droid that from one of the books I had been reading, Mr. Bones. And he's like a repurposed battle droid, but he's just crazy. He's he's, he's super creepy because, uh, you know, he he attaches like actual bones to the droid. Ooh, I'm looking at pictures of him. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Mr. Bones. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Deadpool. He's got like a little spike arm and like a you know. Yeah, he's painted he's, all red and and blue, red and or, black, and yeah. he's just kind of creepy looking. But like when he walks around, his bones clatter and stuff. Yeah, he's got bones. Yeah, yeah. tied to his body. So he's a B one. No, he's a uh, he's a uh, one of the the ninja ones. <laughs> no, no, he's not. A, he's not a uh, he's assassin a, droid. He's a B one. He is a B one. You're right. Yeah, I'm looking you can tell by up. the head. Yeah, Roger, Roger. Yeah. Rider, rider. This is not a combat droid. Well, I guess sort of, not Mr. really. Mr. Bones was. Did we talk... No, no, no. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about... Uh, I think they call him Professor, right? <laughs> Professor Huang. Huang. 
I don't know this reference. He's from Clone Wars. Professor Wang, yeah. Yeah, he's on the... uh, Oh, yeah! He's on the Crucible. Yeah! Oh, this guy is interesting. So he's really cool for a couple reasons. I want to... I want to talk about just the look of him real quick. Yeah. The way that he's shaped and designed, he resembles the IG units. And the IG Lancers, he's got kind of the weird points coming out the side of his head, but not the top. Yeah. It's just an interesting, it looks like he's got some some similarities there, which is kind of cool. Um, But yeah, he's the one that uh, was around for Ilum and Kyber Crystals. Yeah, and he had been around... For hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, because he had been... Yeah, he's a robot that trains Padawans, or younglings, how to build their lightsaber. Um, that's was so he, crazy. Was he associated with the Archives, too? I don't think so. He was just on that ship, but uh, Tim just said it. The, um, uh, the Crucible. The Crucible, yeah. And the, the whole job of that ship was to transport younglings to Ilum to get their crystal and then once they got their crystal he would instruct them on how to build their lightsaber and they were like but you don't have the force how can you teach us because you got to use the force and I don't know I thought that was a pretty good question that they kind of avoided answering but they brought it up but um his head his face reminds me of uh the Quintessons from the Transformers um you know back in the 80s um, which I like. It's very disturbing. <laughs> which I guess he's a good guy, so it's not he's supposed a, to be. He's, he's got metallic jowls. I mean, he's a professor. He's got those scary yellow eyes. Eh. Mm. I don't know. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. I yeah. think he's creepy looking. I have another combat droid. Who? Uh, sort of, I guess. Sort of a combat droid. And and I will say this, um, obviously, if you've been listening and you know that we're nearing the end because we said we were going to end with Dark Troopers and now we're four droids past Dark Troopers because mm-hmm. um, this is the way. This is the way. Uh, the ASN-121. The ASN-121? Yeah. Yeah, the that's ASN-121. the... ASN-121. Um... Do you know? <clears throat> yes, but cool. only because I Googled it. It's a, yeah, it's a little assassin uh, yeah. uh, helper droid that makes a delivery. Yeah, it seems like it would have little like robot caterpillars in it. Yeah. You know um, so Papa it's really Bear? just a little flight droid. Papa yeah. Bear, do you know mm-hmm. what we're talking about? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go, so keep in, going. In episode two, Attack of the Clones. Where he talked about um, the Sandy Hates. Yeah, Zam Wessel. Who was Ooh. a changeling? Yeah, because um, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he is a she, and, and she is a changeling. She's whatever um, he or she wanted to be. Well, Anakin's pretty sure he is a she, and she is a changeling. Um, Anakin hates sand. Did they, you see what I sent about sand? ASN. I sent is... a picture about sand. So it's a flight droid, and it it delivers uh, small items. Like it feels like this could be like a food delivery for Coruscant, Ooh. but it's a. Uh, it's used to deliver um, these little, like, I guess, poisonous caterpillar millipede somethings uh, to oh, go after I showed you something about that. Remember that? Yeah. Well, it was uh, that whole PowerPoint. Oh, was yeah, it the chart you. about uh, who yeah. told who to kill who? Yeah. And it just kept going down. Yeah. So and it's really to... interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was really interested in these caterpillars, too. Um. 
Almost very dangerous. Point, well, I, I, it makes me wonder if they're, if they're alive or if they're droids too, because the fact that they knew to go directly after her, yeah. as if they were told to go kill her, yeah. Um, or they have some kind of intelligence that doesn't make much sense for their size. Yeah. And their, their, you know, makeup. Um, so they seem like they're droids because they also stop when R2 beeps and starts to scan the room. Like they freeze and kind of hide. Yeah. So it was just weird for these little assassin caterpillars to not be droids. So if I had to guess, I'd say that they should probably be um, assassins too. Hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, that they should be droids as well. I thought they were droids. I thought like when I hit them with the lightsaber, they sparked. I don't know, but um, well, maybe they did. Uh, I thought That'd they be did. Awesome, but um, yeah. Say but something. A- anything that gets hit with a lightsaber sparks. Not not Luke's arm, did it? Yeah, it's a little well, spark. There's always, there's always flashes of light of some kind, yeah. but I don't. I like I like that this one sparked because it makes more sense for it to be. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to figure out while we were still here. The uh, Papa Bear brought up the the fairy <sighs> droid from um, No, he didn't. Mandalorian last didn't happen podcast, uh, and what? it doesn't actually have a designation. It just says it's an R two series. The one Wait, that which... that stands up and is all creepy looking. Oh, the fairy on droid. The, yeah, 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 yeah. On the yeah, lava. yeah, yeah. Yeah, river. the lava flats river thing. Yeah, it doesn't have a designation beyond uh, yeah R two series. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, so um, are we done? Well, we didn't talk uh, about almost. medical droid, and well, we're, we're have good. we talked about medical droid? No, they they try to fix people, and one of them's for having babies, and it gives a oomba or something. No, like I'm that. talking about the one who like puts Luke Skywalker's arm on, and uh, do you think they're gonna get to you know? Evacuate all the. I don't know. He builds um, Darth Vader. He's kind of important. Yeah, he is. So go ahead, tell us about him. Well, there's <laughs> two of them, and they they serve like surgical functions. They're they're um, creepy looking. They have like a microphone for their like where their mouth yeah, is, they you do. know, old style microphone. Yep. With tubes coming out of it and everything, and that's where they announced the syringes. orders and stuff in the restaurant where they stole all the other uh, kitchen equipment for droids. Yeah, they use a lot of these microphones in uh, the droid designs. Yeah. By the way, it's the two one B. That's the that's the series of the droid. The fairy droid? No, the two one B series medical droid. Oh yeah, the two one B medical droid. There's oh, also the yeah. other one, the uh, what is it FX six? Sure. No, the FX seven. You yeah. want to go a step up because the FX7. Because and he's the time. one who does all the. Uh, he does like the medical diagnostics and procedures and like. He's kind of like the assistant to the medical. Yeah, medical, he looks like you know? uh, uh, Danger Will Robinson. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. His, <laughs> I remember that action figure uh, when I was. Like the original action figure from. Because uh, this was an Empire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he had the little arms that would come out. You yeah, know? little plastic arms that break off. Um, but yeah, so that was Empire. That's so when we see Luke in the diaper, 
Um, he, he's in the, the back, back of the tank. tank. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, beside it. There's yeah, Weapon X again. Hmm? Weapon X again. Weapon X. I don't know what that means. Weapon X. Weapon X is is Wolverine when he was getting his uh, his adamantium. He was originally designated Weapon X, and he was sent on horrible, horrible missions. Well, ultimately, the that in fact, IG eighty eight is a call to Weapon X because as soon as Wolverine woke up in that, he was in a tank like that. Yeah, he was. And he looked just like Luke does. Um, Diapers and all. Diaper, that's what that's what I meant is diaper and all, but he was more muscular, uh, muscular and yeah, Wolverine looking. Toned. But he busted out of there and he he kills everyone in sight. Wolverine, yeah. yeah and, he well, he wasn't was Wolverine yet; scene. he was Weapon X at the time. But so yes. the two one B and the FX seven are the two medical droids. Yeah, I want to go back to the ASN one twenty one when you get a second. What's an ASN one twenty one? The ASN one twenty one was the the small flight droid that uh, delivered the caterpillar things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how I didn't like that IG eighty eight had this like crazy immediate self destruct. Yeah. I don't this... understand why this little ASN one twenty one didn't have this immediate self destruct built I into it. Didn't it could understand. have just gone there and blown it up. You know, or the other thing—it could is, have exploded at the window. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> or why would it take him back to Zam Weasel? <laughs> like, I don't know. But, I mean, I understand that its programming was deliver these, come back, because it's her droid. Like, I get it. But it's not like these things. I mean, clearly these droids are pretty smart. I guess that one's not. It what didn't a- seem like it, except it doesn't take off. It doesn't leave the window. Until Obi Wan looks at it, it's it's the Uber droid, meaning it's that like, it just drops it off in there and then goes on about it. Like but it, just, it stayed there the <laughs> whole time until Obi Wan looks over at it. Yeah, and it scans and the it room. Leaves. So it's just weird. Uh, um, but the special effects were really cool. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. What about the mouse droids? Do we need to talk about those? <gasps> yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot to talk about them. The 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 combat mouse droids? They have combat purposes? Yes. Um oh when did it happen? Yesterday. Did, did Luke do it? Yes. Somebody I think oh my gosh. I'm gonna bring it up in our next episode. We're gonna talk about droids again. Um just for a moment. So I, I I just read a bunch. I got all caught up on my on my Star Wars books, and in one of the issues, well, in Thrawn, were... they use them to show people where to go. Okay. Well, I was trying to help in case that's what you were thinking of. No, they were attacking with them. Mouse and they droids? Yes, I, I don't remember if they if they sent a, a signal to him. I think he might have used the force on him and, like, sent them all, but they all went after these stormtroopers and, like, zapped them. Oh, you know who it was? It's, uh, it's Lobot. Um, Lobot! Yeah, Lobot did it yeah. when they were there and they went after all these, uh, Lobot. they went after all the stormtroopers and they, like, they, all of a sudden there were, like, eight mouse droids that just kind of showed up where the stormtroopers were. Yeah. And then they just leapt into the air with... Uh, you know, like the electrical prods, like R two does, and like electrocuted the crap out of all these stormtroopers. It was awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's, Guys, read the comic books. What comic book? Everyone, all of them. All of them. Everywhere. Everywhere. So, mouse droids officially. What? Well, I mean, 
Go I'm ahead so and uh, pop a bear. Tell us about Gonk so we can just say we're done with droids in general. The GNK? Yeah. Well, he's not really a combat droid like the mouse droid, but uh, we can talk yeah, about him. Well, he is a combat droid like the uh Ooh, like the he's a repurposed. He's a trash can. He's the, he was, uh, he's the trash can from right outside the restaurant where they store all the stuff. He's a mobile battery pack. Yeah. The Gonk. Yeah, that's I said that, and then yeah. you never did chime in, even though I said your <laughs> oh, name. The, oh, the gonk! I love the think gonk. You weren't He's, listening. So um, gonk. Yeah, because Papa Bear posted a, an awesome movie poster or TV show, just the gonk, and I said, "Yeah, I'm still gonna watch it." Yeah, the GNK <laughs> Every, series. Everybody's gonna watch that. So they awesome. they show that one in a few scenes, but probably uh, one of the more disturbing ones is he's uh, it's a gonk that's being turned over in Jabba's palace and having oh, his yeah. feet burned. He's um, just getting the Jabba brand. He's not even being tortured. It's he's, just, he's screaming. He's just branding him. That's not him screaming. That's from somewhere else. <laughs> okay, so the point is they feel pain. No, but it's not it him screaming. It's someone else in prison. It's him screaming because it, he starts screaming as soon as the the yeah, it touches uh, him. Uh, I know. I'm just I'm just him. doing that thing where I counter your argument. It's not him it's screaming. The, it's somebody else. <laughs> it's not me screaming. All right. Well, then we're done with droids. There are no other droids that worth talking about, right? You know what's super exciting? There's going to be a listener who's going to be like, "Y'all didn't talk about my favorite droid," and they're going to be right. They'll be right. We'll talk about it. Tell us who it is. Um, you know what I'm really excited about, though? Um, what? The last combat droid we talked about was the mouse droid. <laughs> but those aren't combat droids. They were in this issue well, of Star Wars. They were used for combat, but that doesn't make them combat droids. What about the little guy who was following around uh, Cad Bane, and then Cad Bane stuck a bomb on him and threw him in the room with the Jedi? Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. What was his name? Uh... Foxy Brown, or or designation, or anything. Is that the oh. one that looked like a rabbit? Yeah, had rabbit yeah. ears. Okay, yeah, it looked weird. like um. Oh my gosh, uh, what, is this the? One? And they had no, no, Toto no. He didn't six. have the rabbit ears. He looked like a walking. I don't know. He's weird looking. Yeah, that big weird flat thing. Um, top. To- is this Toto three hundred and sixty? Toto three hundred and sixty. The rabbit ears ones were used as like uh, communication. Uh, like messengers by the Separatist army. Oh, I mean, you know, we missed a whole bunch because they also had yes. the strategy droids for the Separatist army. Yeah, we missed, a, we missed a number of those. And those things were pretty actually cool. I, I thought that was kind of a cool concept. They I think had I can one... handle this wrap-up. Huh? Uh, I, think I said I think I can handle this wrap-up. You ready? If I... you'd like to learn more about some really cool droids, I'm check out sure Star Wars The Clone Wars. Dot com? Because we... No, I don't think there is a StarWarsClomers.com. Dot <laughs> com. Toto 360 was Cad Bane's uh, droid. I said that. I know you Twice. did. I know. So, uh, you're saying yeah, we're done? You don't want me to talk about the, uh, the, the strategy droids? They did strategy. And it all lived in their they, heads. They were different looking. They were pretty cool. They were the um, opposite of the Magna Guards. Yeah, they were just for thinking and strategizing. The Magna um, Guards literally did not need their heads, and the yeah, these they 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 were called Bactoid Combat Automata. Um, yeah, it's just the T series tactical droid. 
they're cool. They um, are really cool. But I did like how they cut off the head of one and then plugged it into their computers, the clones did, so they could read what it was doing. That's what I was saying. Like That's yeah. all they needed was the head. Where the other ones, the head was useless. This thing, you could get rid of the rest of the body. You just need the head. Yeah. Get awesome. Rid of it. Awesome. Um, General Kenobi. Um, well, I think we're done. Mm. I love that I change it to the last uh, combat droid we talked about. <laughs> no? Was the super tactical droid? No? Okay. Um, yeah, in Rebels, they also have the super tactical droid. No? Yes, they do. Okay. Rebels is awesome. I like Rebels. So is the mouse droid. Well, what are we talking about next week? It's a surprise. Ah, is it going to be up to Papa Bear? Now, he what? started us on what? the droid thing, didn't he? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I picked the topic and it was like ended up being three weeks. and That's, that's amazing. All right, so next week we're going to talk about the problems with Mace. Or music. Okay. We already talked about the problem with Mace. We didn't talk about music. All right, anyway. Okay, you said anyway. Do you have more? No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. All the way. See, it's weird when someone says anyway and then doesn't say anything. I was, it was a... Anyway. It was a response to... (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh, man, now I'm thinking Blues Traveler. John Popper. Oh, now I'm thinking jalapeno poppers. We should get some appetizers. You know who's got appetizers. Well, it says apps on my phone. Yeah, you can eat Is those. That just press on that or what? Yeah, that'll All right. come right to you. He's Jim. Um, and he's Tim or Papa Bear. I can't tell the difference. I'm Papa Bear. He's Tim. I'm Jim. <laughs> and I'm Tim. And I'm Papa Bear. And this has been... Our certain point of view. With Jim, Tim, and Papa Bear. This This, is the way. This is the donut. Hello there. (laughs) I like that. We have spoken. We spoke. uh, We're done. Um, Remember. Remember the force will be with you. Always. And also with you. Mouse droid. And. Goodbye there. um, She's got it where it counts. Goodbye there. Okay, goodbye. Audio once.